Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show. Today is Wednesday, September 14, 2022. Big shout out to my wife. It's her birthday today. We yeah. have on the show today, we have a special guest along with John Cole, Harvey Freed, Becky Ellen will join us, and myself. We have Nick Culty from Quest Realty. Good morning, Nick. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Nick has been previously on the podcast many times on the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show. Heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 on 97.1 FM, Detroit's best and only, in my opinion, sports radio station. Um, good morning, panel. How's everybody doing? John Cole, how are you doing today? Doing great. Doing great. Good. Harvey Frieden, how are you this morning? Fantastic, Harry. Thank you. All right, let's run. We're going to jump right into it. Nick Culty, ready? It's well documented, Nick, that right now you see the housing market is cool. I don't know if that's true or not. You're going to let us know. But if it is true, how is it affecting the way you're doing business currently compared to, say, oh, 2020, 2021? What are you doing differently in this ever-changing real estate market? Yeah, it's definitely different from the last couple of years. It's not, uh, you know, it's not promised that you're going to sell a home with 10 offers anymore. Um, and it's not promised that they're going to go way over with appraisal guarantees. So I think it's actually a lot more, a lot more confidence shifted into the buy side, which is awesome because I love working with buyers. You know, we get them great pre-approvals, capital mortgage funding. We we start the home search and it's just a better market overall. Um, it's a lot healthier with, with rates uh, creeping back up to normal pricing. Um, prices on homes came down a little bit and we're just seeing normal home prices, normal market once again. And yeah, it's just, it's good for buyers because we're starting to get offers accepted. My office specifically has a 75% offer acceptance rate. So that means when we're sending over four offers, three of those are getting accepted, which is just awesome. Um, it's my specialty to help buyers get people into homes. And it's so, so much more of a healthy market, which is, which is super ton, ton of confidence, ton of confidence in the market. So Nick, you referenced it directly and we're going to go to the panel on this one too. Some say panel, that home buyers now have the leverage. Home buyers now have the leverage. Nick mentioned it. John Cole, are you seeing this play out that the home buyers are having the leverage? I mean, it's coming back. I don't think I wouldn't say that they have the leverage. I would say that they're it's more coming back in line with uh 50-50 negotiations. Um, in a market where buyers have the leverage, typically prices are going under under asking um, here, prices are still going for list price. They're just not going for over and above like they were in the crazy times for the last 18 months. So I would say that we're back to more of a 50-50. So, I mean, Nick is correct. Yes, buyers have more leverage than they did previous, but they don't have all the leverage. That's for sure. It's a 50-50 split. We're yeah. back to negotiations and making this thing work uh, like it should work. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, there's, there's a lot more like, negotiation is is finally a factor again. Last year, that was out the window. It's like, hey, you got competition. This guy came in 2030 over out of his own pocket. You either take it, you have your inspection and you don't care that the roof is going to need replacing and the furnace needs up like everything. There's finally negotiation and that. And he's right. That 50 50. That's a perfect way of putting it is it's finally fair on both sides, which is a normal yep. market. And that encourages buyers. Buyers are coming out of the woodwork right now, and it's hey, finally it's a good time. They're seeing normal pricing, they're seeing good rates. 
Um, you're finally able to negotiate inspections. Hey, con- seller concessions are starting to become vocab again. It's just overall healthy. So this is why everybody, this is why everybody listening, everybody out there, I love working with smart, educated, informed individuals on our staff and our realtor partners because you can never believe everything you read in the paper. Everything is not an absolute. It is not absolute as housing market cools, home buyers regain leverage. Everything has, there's always an exception to every rule. There are special circumstances, Harvey Freed, for everybody, just like in the mortgage world where not every mortgage program is a one size fits all. All right. That's why we go in depth and you need to talk to experienced people. And that's why you get a frame of reference and we dive into what people's specific needs are. There is no absolute 100% tried and true program for everybody, Harvey, correct? No, we're going to have to sit down with everyone and find out what their situation is. And again, everyone's got something going on differently. It's been an interesting year in the financial markets. Of course, we're on the mortgage end of things. We still see on uh, Nick's end of uh, the real estate market, we do see home prices still ticking up a little bit, but nothing like these double digits we've experienced in the last couple of years. And of course, that is balancing out the marketplace. Um, Definitely predictable, though, Harry, that we said it, you said it, those rates weren't going to stay down forever. And here we are, a little bit higher interest rates or double from the crazy market that we had last year. But historically speaking, as Nick mentioned, still a very great time to buy a house because the prices are not going out of control like they were the last two years. And still interest rates right around an average where they've been over the last 10 years. This is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast short every Wednesday at 1130 a.m. Followed by Saturday morning, the award-winning 97.1 FM Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show heard every Saturday, 9 to 10. Been doing it now, going into our 23rd year. Brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. Equal housing lender 2289 is our MLS number for all of our compliance and legal people listening to this podcast. Oh, boy. Nick Calty, home inventories. Home inventories, Nick Calty. We're not seeing the big jump in the market that the market was hoping for thus far. What are your thoughts on that, Nick? Yeah, with with inventory too, I think what it was is after we had, you know, a ton of buyers that left the market when when rates rose, I think what it did is it left over the smart qualified buyers that were, they were going to buy in this market regardless. And those those are the buyers that we need because no matter what's happening, they understand the, the positive side to the market, right? Prices went up, rates went up, and then prices came down a tad to adjust to that. So what we're seeing with inventory is is kind of a good sign that we're seeing homes that are still being purchased. Um, again, we're getting offers accepted, and that's what's key because we're keeping the market moving. And I think that didn't see this huge hike in inventory, but I'm liking that we're seeing houses still moving on the market because it means that buying and selling is still happening, which is healthy. Excellent. Good morning to Becky Alley. Hi, Becky Alley. Top 1% of all originators in the country. Good morning. Hey, I'm past my technical difficulties. Hooray. There you go. Home inventories, Becky. Um, The market thought we'd see a big jump in inventory, and Nick was talking about it. It really only takes one buyer and one seller to get together and buy a house, right, and sell a house. 
What's going on in home inventories in your market? What do you say? Um, I feel like there are more on the market than they were obviously like six months ago, but at the same time, they are selling, you know, pretty quickly if they are, you know, your top tier homes, meaning that there's turnkey, very little um, improvements needed. You know, there are houses that you're seeing sitting on the market for 26 days. Those ones are still needing a little bit of work. So the, the houses are sitting and they also are selling. So it depends on if you want to buy grandma's house and be a, a fixer upper, you're not going to have any competition. But the fact remains that if you have a desirable home that is turnkey, has been well-maintained, well-taken care of, those are always going to be a top and a hot commodity. And there you go, everybody. Again, not, it's not a one-size-fits-all market. Every house doesn't appeal to every buyer. Some are more appealing, some are less appealing. But you know what? We said it. Houses will always sell. It, it doesn't matter what the rate environment is, what how much inventory is. There are always going to be buyers and there's always going to be sellers. That's tried and true throughout time. It, it's, it just is. And John Cole, I want to jump into the rate conversation with you, John. And the economy. Yes, rates jumped again yesterday with the inflation announcement, the Fed coming out and still taking a hawkish stance on another 75 basis point Fed increase coming up. Um, Harvey mentioned it. We told everybody rates were going to go up. We told everybody in January rates were going to go up. And here we are on September 14th, my wife's birthday, talking about rates. Um, They're going to go higher is my opinion. I certainly don't have a crystal ball. Uh, but you know what? I, as John will often indicate, I like betting both sides because I can never be wrong. If I say rates are going to go up and they don't go up, we win. If I say they go up and they go up, well, I don't really win. I just look like I know what I'm talking about. John Cole, rates jumped again yesterday. I'm sure it's just another overcorrection, but Fed taking a hawkish stance on another 75 basis point rate increase. What are your thoughts on that? I just think they don't really know what they're doing, personally. I think they're just kind of winging it and um, causing disruption in the market that doesn't need to. But that's a lot of the the uh, what's going on with this administration right now anyways. Um, that's my opinion, obviously. Uh, Harry and uh, and everybody else may share it different, but... At this time, I think that the Fed needs to just shut up and let things play out. And uh, at that point, you know, kind of let it even out because we did see a little curtailment on the rates after uh, last increase. And then they kind of just kept their mouth shut and didn't say anything. And rates kind of evened out and came back a little bit. And the market seemed to be working okay. But you know what? They have to do something to get paid. So they speak and they cause the rates to go up again. Well, not only that, John and Becky, Nick and Harvey. What it does is you show what the stock market did. It, it went down about 800 points. And uh, we did have a rally. We saw rates go down. We saw the stock market go up. Everybody was, um, you know, this is a financial term. Everybody was pretty cool with the market for a while. Uh, but now you see what's happening. Another panic, another overreaction. But the question always is, in, in mortgage circles, Becky Alley, are, is it all baked in now? I mean, is it baked in? I don't believe it is. And I don't use that term baked in. And that's why I put it in quotation marks on our show notes today. It, we have to take things day by day in our industry. It's a, this is a day-to-day industry. You strap it on, you put your nose to the grindstone, and you go to work every day, and you go through the fundamentals, Becky. Whatever the Fed did yesterday 
in our work environment. It does not affect Becky Alley going out on the street and getting loans and talking to people. It just doesn't affect us, right, Beck? No, I mean, but it affects our, you know, our clients, right? Because the market is very reactionary. Someone goes online, says something about Ford stock, and next you know, Ford stock's going up or down, depending on whatever someone was saying, right? It's, you know, the market is so sensitive to whatever people are doing, because during the pandemic, people, everyone became, uh, you know, a stockbroker, right? Or people are, you know, trading and doing all these things. So the stock market is very volatile based off depending on whatever, whoever's interpretation of whatever the Fed is saying, it's, it's affecting things, right? So then in turn, you're having these conversations with our, you know, the buyers, what are the rates going to do? You know, where are they at? They're, you know, now want to call and tell you the first thing out of people's mouths again is what's your rate? What's your rate? What's your rate? When we all know that's irrelevant because the rates are going to be the same pretty much across the board, wherever you're going, you're really just getting the difference of service, right? Who's going to answer their phone? Who's not going to answer their phone? Um, Am I worth an extra $250? Yes, I am, because I'm going to be talking to you at midnight if that is what works for your schedule. So um, it's not affecting us and the people that are serious about buying because people do need to buy homes and they need to stop renting. And um, the more if rates are going up, rent is going up even more exponential and you're not investing in yourself. So it's not hindering anyone from that seriously looking at buying homes regardless with the rates, even if they're 7%, who cares? Because it's still right. money that you're putting in your pocket. Yep. Yeah. Nick Colt, yeah. I'm going to go to you then to Harvey on this. I, I can't agree more. And that's my point. I can't agree more with Becky because those of us that are going to go out and buy a house and those of us that are working in the industry, we are still approaching the process in a diligent, professional, hardworking fashion. And Nick, Nick, you're working, you're probably working harder now than you yeah. did in 2020 and 2021. So tell us what you're doing now. Again, I'm going to go back to my question number one. What are you doing now that you didn't do in 2020? Well, you know, 2020, 2021, anyone could sell a house. So the difference now is that it it takes it takes skill, it takes knowledge um, of the market. Uh, that means rates. That means pricing correctly. You know, a house doesn't sell way over anymore. You have to be realistic with your pricing. And like Becky said too, those ones that are ready to go, those houses move quickly. But maybe the ones that were just getting thrown on the market because anybody could sell last year, they take a little bit of expertise. On the buying side, it takes expertise in your offer as well. Um, there's not 10 offers on houses anymore, but there could be two or three. So it still takes intelligence in the market, understanding what's happening, um, you know, having, having the right idea when approaching this market is going to be key because if you go into it with poor expectations, you're going to get poor results. So Harvey told me a story. I'm going to go to Harvey right now without mentioning any names, Harvey. It seems like the... Uh... The market's getting back to normal because why don't you relay the story where a realtor and a seller are working together and the realtor had the house on the market for a specific price. And, you know, maybe maybe realtors get anxious, maybe sellers get anxious. But what happened? What was the first comment out of the realtor's mouth when that house wasn't selling? Well, it, the yeah, it goes automatically to the price. You know, um, it was uh, really a, the agents out there in the buyer's ear suggesting the sales price based on comparable sales. And again, a lot of buyers out there, Nick, you probably have to uh, deal with this. Whatever listing agent says they could get more money for the house, that that sometimes ends up being the listing agent. And a lot of times, a couple of weeks later, especially in today's market, 
now we're seeing the retract. We're seeing they're dropping that price two weeks later right. if the are down. So that's never changed in today's marketplace. Nick, you we, we had a condominium that you had just listed, and I think you got over asking. So again, as Harry said, every right. situation is just a little bit different. Yeah, every yeah. situation is different. Yep. And and price ends up being the fact when you when you try and overestimate a value of a home, you're gonna end up severing your relationship with the seller because you're gonna you're gonna put their expectations way too high. And because of recency bias, everybody thinks it's last year. It's just not last year anymore. So, right. We had a mutual uh, seller, you and I, and we priced accordingly. And we got four offers all over asking. See, that's a great story because, you know, it's funny. The realtors and and I love driving neighborhoods. I love stopping in real estate offices. It sounds like I don't have a light, but that's kind of fun to me. I love driving neighborhoods and I love looking at the for sale signs, who the agents are on the sale signs. And then talking to those agents about what's going on in that neighborhood. So, John Cole, last week I'm driving through uh, uh, one of our favorite areas, Birmingham and uh, Bloomfield Township. And I see one of our favorite realtors' names on the sign. And I called her up and I happened to mention her. I said, so, you know, I don't have access to an MLS, but I kind of zillowed the property. And I saw the property had been on the market for a couple of weeks. Now, a couple of weeks and that market is a travesty to some sellers, okay? So I had a nice conversation with her, and it's all the same thing that John Cole right now, I don't know if a lot of the seller's expectations are in tune with the current market. What are you finding out out there? Well, that's exactly correct. I mean, you just have to train them to, to get back into the normalcy of uh, having to sit on the market for a couple of weeks or a month or two months. And, you know, and, you know, maybe talk about some price reductions. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things, setting your people up uh, from, from the get-go with what is going on in the market and what to expect. And you know what, I, I, um, <laughs> I had a, uh, an, a client making an offer on a house and the house was overpriced by about $80,000. And the listing agent says, that's what my, uh, my seller wanted to do. So I'm doing what my seller wants to do. So, well, the house and, you know, the agent on the buy side said the house isn't even worth that. I mean, there, and you're not going to get this, oh, these over asking appraisal guarantees anymore. And he said, just submit, right. they had any offers in a couple months. And he said, just submit an offer so I can show them what is really going on in the market out there. And I think that's a fail on the listing agent. The listing yeah. agent shouldn't, you know, allow that kind of crap to happen. They should be setting the expectations. And if the client doesn't want to listen, you pass on the client. Um, it's just one of those things where you have to kind of train them to get back into the tune of what's going on. Remember, everybody who gets into these type of situations is anywhere from two weeks to two months behind in what the news it, it really is going on in, in our current environment with their news that they receive. So them think, thinking that we're still in a over asking price, uh, that's because they're reading things from you know, the beginning of the year or at the end of last year. Right. Yeah. What I understand too, though, is that some of these agents, they don't know how to have these conversations, right? No. That's why the seller is dictating the price because they don't know how to, you know, really dict, you know, let them know like the data is the data. And if you have it priced correctly, the market's going to tell you, right? And, you know, so that's unfortunate because, you know, people with less than 10 years of experience, they haven't had really to have these kind of conversations, especially in the last two years, if you jumped in, yep. you're almost order takers, you know, we all were even on, you know, refinance transactions on the lending side. I mean, we literally were just answering the phones all the time. And now, like Nick pointed out, it does take skill. 
It takes communication. It takes being able to have the hard conversations up front. And if someone's not willing to have those hard conversations with you, then you're right. Sometimes you need to pass because it's not going to, it's just going to put you as the listing agent in an unfortunate position. And then the buyers get frustrated and then so on and so forth. So um, all that definitely comes full circle with this whole entire podcast for sure. Yeah. So yeah, one last thought on that. And and Nick, I'm going to address this to you. Yeah. Could it be out there that, okay, so the, the market's becoming more normalized, more stabilized, shifting, whatever term you want to use for the market. Right. Could it be that when an agent is now getting a listing, they're just happy to have a listing. So they're letting the, the seller dictate the terms. I mean, okay, I, I haven't had a listing in a while. Now I've got this house. So when they tell me to right. put it up for 80000 over, I'm not going to argue with them. And if we have to go ahead and drop the price, we'll drop the price. I mean, come on, that's really the way it's working out, isn't it? Right. I think that's exactly it. And I was going to piggyback off that when Becky was talking, is, is that's what it is. It's, I think it's a lot of new uh, agents or inexperienced agents that really, they're really in an outdated mindset from the past couple of years. And I think they need these listings. Um, you know, if, you, if you're well-informed as an agent and you're understanding how the market working, you're going to thrive. So what happens is when you have the outdated mindset, you, you're not thriving. You're grasping onto every uh, buyer and seller you can. And the problem with that is it takes more, it takes knowledge now. And you can't just let the seller dictate because uh, six months ago, their neighbor got over asking, well, we're not six months. We're six months down the line. It's very, very different, even from the beginning of the year. I think when you're dealing from a position of strength and a position of experience, it's, it's no different our, on our end panel is that when we're talking to a client and maybe some people don't go with us because we talk in plain language terms and saying, hey, that's not the best program for you. And by the way, we think you should do this and do that. Maybe they don't like our expertise, but, but we're not going to go ahead and put somebody in a bad situation to where they're going to be unsuccessful. And I think right. that, you know, if you're a realtor and I'm not I'm not a realtor, so I don't know. But if I get a listing and somebody says, I want you to list for 80000 over, there better be some kind of agreement that within a couple of weeks or so, that if it's right. not working out, then you have to take over. That's the end of that. I mean, that's just right. how I feel about it. Um, panel, tomorrow, we're going to start. We're going to get uh, last events, but I want to jump into our live event happening tomorrow night at Fifth Avenue in Royal Oak, 530 to 830. We're going to have a, uh, a live Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business show. Um, featuring Becky, Lisa Lawson, Becky Ellie, Lisa Lawson, John Cole, Harvey Freed, myself will be there. We have a whole entire panel of realtors that are, that everybody will know their household names. I don't want to give them away right this second. Um, we're going to have a great time, a lot of meet and greet, a lot of great information and real honest, hardcore information that we're going to bring out tomorrow, September 15th. We got to get back. We got to get back on the road. We got to talk to people and we have to disseminate the inaccurate information and turn it into accurate information like we always do in hardcore mortgage fashion. Becky, last words. Let's go. Uh, I'm pretty pumped about tomorrow. I'm excited to uh, see everybody. Um, 
you know, hit people with the truth, you know, let them hear from some of the top producing agents, what they are doing to really just pivot, right? It's either pivot or perish. And if you are doing what you're doing yesterday, you're not ahead of what's happening. Because if you, like John mentioned, if you're reading about it, it's past tense. It's not current because this market is changing daily. So you need to definitely be plugged in with us. Either let us know right now, if you are, you know, reach out to one of us, if you want to be there live in person, or it will be featured Facebook live tomorrow. So you won't have to miss anything if you can't particularly be there in person, but we'd love to see you shake your hand and really have these conversations with you that you need to be a part of if you're in this industry to know truly what's going on and how to handle these situations. There you go. John Cole. I'm pumped up about tomorrow too. I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, It's going to be good to get everybody in person, uh, do a lot of mixing and mingling just to uh, catch up and, you know, just show them what we're all about and how we, uh, how we want to make things work for everybody. Uh, so yeah, pumped about tomorrow and, you know, give us a call. We're here to, uh, to help. Harvey free. All right. Back to the uh, sellers out there. Some do, some don't, some will, some won't. Some will take the advice of those real estate agents that are professionals that are bringing the market analysis to their home and giving them today's market conditions. So again, there's nothing wrong with fishing. If you want to put a crazy number on your house, maybe that one buyer comes along and buys it. Maybe you're not motivated to move right now. But when you do become motivated, take the advice of a professional real estate agent and your professional lenders. Yeah, this half hour flew by. We had Nick Culty from Quest Realty. Nick, thanks for coming on. Nick will also be on the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 on 97.1 FM. Listen, everybody, looking forward to seeing everybody tomorrow night. 5.30, at 5th Avenue in Royal Oak. We're going to be bringing it. We're going to bring it strong. It's going to be passionate. It's going to be fun. It's going to be electric. Um, we're going to bring it. We're going to, you know, I'm looking forward to just the truth. I'm tired of seeing things. And Harvey brought me a mass mailer today that I forwarded to our legal department. You know what, everybody? We cannot send mixed messages. There's only one message to send, and that's always the truth. So, for Becky Alley, Harvey Free, John Cole, Nick Culty from Quest Realty, our producer, director, Roberto Boshane, who will be on site. So if you want Roberto's autograph, you've got to get it tomorrow from 5.30 to 8.30 because, you know, after all, he works with Mike Valenti, and who wouldn't want Roberto's autograph? <laughs> this has been the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast, September 14th. Happy birthday, honey, 2022. We are out.